Meanwhile, on Araco, Storm rejoins her date, Craig Marshall, after her fight with Xavier on Krakoa. Hello, sorry about that. I'm no problem. so sorry I had to run away for a hot second. I get um, it. Yeah, I just want to continue the date, but um, yeah. actually, I'm kind of not hungry anymore, and I kind of oh. just need to have sex right now. Okay? Uh, Are you down with that? Uh, Are you down? Uh, yeah, I mean, I just thought maybe you and I would get to know each other. I'm going to lightning your clothes off. Ah, whoa. I didn't know lightning could do that. All right, just kiss me gently. Okay, are you sure? Like, maybe... Uh, I said tense. fucking lick my body! Is that good? That little fucker just said, oh, 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 uh, he tried to fucking uh, read my mind? He tried to oh. read my mind. If you, Why don't we just oh, talk? Oh, oh, okay, yeah. Xavier tried to fucking read my mind? Oh, -uh. no, bitch. And then he's oh like, God, I no want to know what my friend Eric said. Okay, you want to know what Eric said? He said he wasn't uh -huh. attracted to you because he's not gay. Fucking a closet case. Okay, uh, well, I'm fucking sick of it. I'm, you know, Eric knew that you were fucking psycho and I told him he can't fucking come back. All right, can, wait, uh, did I tell you to stop touching about? me? Touch my boobs. Uh, no, no, touch no, no, my go, boobs. Yeah. Oh yeah, my okay. God, that All fucking right. pisses me off. I mean, um, you know what I said to him? I said, yeah. I said, Oh, you How think you that... can come back to Araka? We are not friends anymore. You cannot okay? come back to Araka. Okay, all right. I think I'm getting close. Do you like I when I'm, I'm getting close? Yeah. Already? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, my uh -oh. God. So, anyway, my middle name is... Oh. All right, I got to go. I'm still just about Xavier. Oh. Okay, that was great. I'll see you later when I'm morning. Bye. everyone, and welcome to episode 261 of CBQ Legacy. That's called Comic Book Queers. I am Evil Jeff, and with us as always is my co-host, Brett. Hi. Hello. Hello, how are you? Oh my god, we missed a week, and we have a shit I ton of it. comics. We have two weeks of comics to talk about, otherwise known as a shit ton. I am very excited. Yeah, do we um, have any hot topics that you want to address? Um, I think there's one. Hit that music. We got some hot, we got some hot topics. Yeah. Do -do -do -do. What do you want to talk about? Well, as summer approaches, I can't help but feel fall. <laughs> that didn't come out right. Um, I, <laughs> I want to talk about Fall of X because Marvel just released a full list of all the issues that will comprise Fall of X and Girl, there's a lot. Yeah. Yes. So Fall of X, it's the big X-Men event. I, like, I guess we're calling it an event. There's no Fall of X title. It's just a crossover event happening across several titles, a lot of new ones. And kind of like crazy, they used to do back in the day. I prefer yeah. that. I prefer that. I love that. I mean, it's like an inferno, right? Where it's like, no, it's just like, Ugh. this is the story that's happening in these titles. There's, a, yeah, I we get miss it. all of those times. That's why uh, Cerebra X well, is back. going over Madeline Pryor right now. Oh, I know. Which is oh my very God. There's so much content. <laughs> so much content. It's so good. Uh, but it's yeah, so good. As, but as they were talking about a lot of like when that, all that whole, that whole run when she first shows up is like right when Storm gets her mohawk and like Rogue first joins the team. Oh, sure. I was like, oh my God, this era was so good. Do you know what Fall of X kind of reminds me of though? It like, 
its title is Disillusion and Rebirth. That's like the official title. The it's when it's when the Outback team fell apart. So it was never like right. a titled event, but it's known as Disillusion and Rebirth, like in the trades. And it's, you know, it was the whole thing of like Rogue getting sucked into the Siege Perilous. It was like 10 little Indians one by yes, one. Yes, when they, they got were picked all off one by away. one. And I will tell I you know, this. This kind of is reminiscent. Just because I want to just wax poetic because it was my favorite time. That whole, was it Zaladane era? The whole Zaladane the on- era. The only X-Men, the X-Men were Psylocke, Dazzler, Havoc, and Colossus. And Colossus. That was the whole X-Men team. And, and Psylocke I, was the leader. I, I fucking loved it. I loved it. And she forced them. She she telepathically forced them into the Siege Perilous. Because she knew the Reavers were going to murder them. And then murder them. Wolverine was left and saved by Jubilee, who then they reconnected with Asian Psylocke. Oh, my God. It was such a, it honestly, such it was a great like, time. So great and so smart for Claremont to take the team and just have each one meet an individual fate that disperse them around the globe. What an exciting time. I don't know why I'm reminded of Dissolution and Rebirth when I think of Fall of X, but here we are. I think that's the one sad part with the way the X-Men are now. It's so large and there's so many teams. There really isn't a just like, this is the X-Men. And I know we have an X-Men book, but after a year, they switch the team up every time. So there isn't like a, this is the main team of X-Men. You know what I mean? I know. It's kind of like like the X-Men are like, I feel like mil- a military kid. Like I'm always being moved around. I can never settle in to a home. That's how I feel about the X-Men lineup. Yeah. And I think that so, be- the main problem is, I think it's because these comics, even if you have a team, the way comics work now is like, People are bored of it. You need to do a switch up. Up, oh, we're canceling it. Like it's nothing can ever have that longevity. Like Chris Claremont going fucking like two hundred. That slow issues. build. Well, I mean, you know, Benjamin Percy's book was that slow build, and we were grousing about it for so long, and now it's the book I'm enjoying the most. Yeah, Wolverine. I and we'll talk about Wolverine number thirty three later. A book that I'm going to say right now felt like a movie. Mm-hmm. All right, but back to Fall of X. All right, can I just go down yeah, the list yeah, of these titles? Go, yes. You want to alternate since because yes. we're both looking at the same list. It'll be more fun for the listeners. Are we listeners. just going to go through it or do you want to give reactions to each one? Let's, what do you want to do? I want to go through it. Okay. No, I want to give reactions. Okay, okay, okay. This is a talk-based show after all. <laughs> this is an all opinion right. piece. Okay. Comic Book Queer's legacy is nothing if not an opinion piece. Um, Alpha Flight 1 through 5. I'm very excited. Feels classic. I love it. I'm, have we what seen do they have to do with this? Of, of who, we saw images of who it's going to be. It's just the twins. It's the classic team. The twins. But is it Snowbird, isn't it? Shaman, Snowbird, Puck. I didn't see Gladiator. Talisman. Gladiator. And I like Talisman. Well, because you have Shaman. Yeah. Shaman? Shaman. Chimera? Anyway, so what, but what do they have to do with the fall of X? Is it because of um, Hudson? Is it because of, what's his name? Henry Hudson? James Hudson? Is he going to be orcusing it up? Oh, yeah. That's Is right, Alpha Flight he, secretly working for Orcus? Maybe that's also, the angle. But Alpha Flight also was in cahoots with Agent Brand. So they have a lot of connections. Because for a while, yeah, Agent Brand she was, ran running, them for a while. was running them. So I think they have a lot of- But it was of, like a decidedly yeah. different iteration, right? It was like the same name. It, but there was a- But but uh, who's the uh, um, who's the one that's the the- the big woolly mammoth, per- not woolly mammoth. Why can't oh, I Sasquatch. Sasquatch. Why couldn't I think of that word? Love him. Sasquatch was part of that um, 
agent brand. Yes, Walter Langowski. But I think the interesting thing is Aurora and Northstar, they were busy in X Factor. And so having them reunite with this team, I think it's going to be very interesting because it'll probably be, wait, you're on this side. They were the bad guys. Wait, maybe you're the bad guys. I'm I'm very interested to see what that's all about. I've always loved intrigue. Yeah, me too. I've always loved Iceman and we've, oh, it's your turn. Wait, hold on. Is Heather? um, Hudson? Hudson dead? I don't know. I can't keep track of what's going on with those Hudsons. All right. So the next one we have is Astonishing Iceman. Oh. Isn't it weird how Astonishing now has a different connotation? Because it's like, it's now it's like, (laughs) Astonishing. (laughs) Astonishing. Oh, he's Uh, Astonishing. I'm astonished. He was the star he was the star of Astonishing X-Men when Marjorie Liu was writing it, right? The whole Death Seed arc. That yes. weird team. And when North Star got married. With Warbird. Yes. So Astonishing Iceman, what do we think? Is he just going to try to be a superhero? Because he's he's been on this journey for a while, like Bobby Drake's solo superhero. Yeah. In various books, he's been going off, like his Iceman title on Marvel Unlimited. Yeah. Felt very like solo adventurer. I'm interested of like whether what they're going to do with his love life because he's always fucking somebody different. Like Iceman's kind of turned into a slut. He has. He has many boyfriends. Which brings me to this: Does Iceman need to be on prep? Absolutely not, because his powers. Like when he turns to ice. Yeah. I guess HIV can't live in ice. I don't know how that works. Or is it just like frozen? Like cryogenically. Oh my god! Now I'm thinking. And then when he turns back to human, he gets. Oh no! I'm just imagining because it would be weird. Like if you. That's what this book is about. How SDIs work in his body. If you topped Iceman and then he like dropped a load in him, like in in ice, like you dropped a load in Iceman and then he froze and he's like. And then he froze. He's like it's frozen inside of me, and then you're like, I want to break up. (laughs) That's gross. And you're like, why are you whispering like that? Anyway, uh, I'm just excited to see. I have no idea what, where, which angle it's going to go. Um, I'm also curious. I want gay of, drama. Have they shown like who who's going to be making appearances and cameos? Not sure. I'm not even sure who the creator is on this one. Yeah, because there was that um, extra uh, pyro. There was gay pyro who just vanished. Whatever after. happened to gay pyro? When old pyro was resurrected, gay pyro just disappeared. Oh, it's Steve Orlando writing it, who's writing Scarlet Witch. He's a gay man. Didn't he write something Iceman, though, too? Um, Potentially, but he did write Marauders. Mm-hmm. Okay. The last iteration. So it's okay. basically a crapshoot of whether it'll be good or not. Right. All right, let's move on. What's the next one? Oh, the next one is Children of the Vault, which you know how we feel about them. For me, I'm like, can this bring it to an, a close? That's what I'm like, enough. This shit has been going on trying since the 2000s. Can we stop trying to make the Children of the Vault happen? Yeah, the, the characters aren't that interesting. Listen, a lot of listeners, two of them, like the Children of the Vault a lot. Like, people love the Children of the Vault. And I'm like, that's because you were young when Supernovas came out. All the people who love the Children of the Vault are the people who were 12 or 13 when Rogue had her weird team of villains and Cable and Cannonball. And, and that's I, why like they love that. I like that. I like that run too. It's a good run. It's a good run, but it's like 
it's not our run. It's but not the run that we hold dear. Here's the thing dear. that I I'm okay, and this is the thing is I, I'm people now just people. rely on alternate timeline, alternate dimension, or bubble universe where time works differently. It's oh my god, we j- everywhere. There's the world. There's the children of the vault. It's all. Over the place where time works differently. I'm outside of time or this, or we're evolving faster. It's just so overused and overdone that I'm just kind of over it. Um, I agree. I even read, I've been reading the Marvel Unlimited um, X-Men Infinity comic, the one with Nature Girl every so often. And there was a, oh my God, there was a five issue arc of featuring just trans mutants, trans mutants who had been brought up in New Mutants somewhere, I think. Or, or the Marvel Voices Pride, actually. Uh-huh. And um, it's a story where Mojo puts them and Jubilee in a time bubble and they like live their lives for 40, year, like 40 years and come out all old. And I'm like, enough. But then, then it all gets reversed? Actually, I don't think it did. Is Jubilee old now? I think she might be. Oh, I don't think it got resolved. I'm She's just, like an old lady. I, for, for, I feel like it's just like just sometimes the simpler story is the is the better story. Just give me two people in love. I don't want no time bubbles. Yeah. I also the other thing that that the other thing that's overused, but it's done well in what we'll talk about later is clones. That's another yeah, thing people and, overuse. Yeah, now there's this Wolverine, there's this powers. Wolverine, and now there's 500 beasts. But this, at least that's oh, done but well. Will, sometimes it works. Um, but anyway, Children of the Vault, uh, let's finish it up. It's Cable, and, it's Cable and Bishop are what, the stars what of was the fi- What was the, happened to Darwin at the end? Did they ever he find was, Darwin? He was downloaded as code. There was the whole thing about like they so, downloaded Forge's information, but like the the file size was double what it should have been. So Darwin evolved himself into code and is back. He's like in the Cerebro system now. But then is he going to be resurrected with all of that? And to a I body? hope so. I hope so. Hopefully they'll deal with that as well. Yeah. All right. Next we um, have uh, Dark X-Men. Oh, Madeline Pryor. Hi, Madeline um, Pryor. would you like to take a trip to Limbo? You need to get your Limbo passport. Come into New York City, into our Limbo building. <laughs> Pe- people, uh, yeah. Limbo Enterprises, can I help you? Do you have an appointment? Um, I feel like today's Madeline Pryor, someone might go to her and be like, you look just like Jean Grey. And she'd be like, you <gasps> flatter me. I think she's very pretty. Thank you. Yeah. Know what I would do? Know what I would do if I was Madeline Pryor? I would make an appointment with a mutant named Mask. Yes. And be like, can I get, give me the works. And she's like, what does that mean? It means make me hotter than Jean Grey and that I don't look like her anymore. And give me some Tresemme box color um, raven and I'm going <laughs> to dye my hair black. And people are going to stop <laughs> saying I fucking look like her. Um, At least... She should just make a date with a certain mutant called Box of L'Oreal Paris. <laughs> L'Oreal Paris Excellence. Okay? Just dye your hair so you're not a redhead. Yeah. Also, that's a really good idea. I, I think she should go to Mask and be like, make Jean, make people refer to Jean Grey as Ugly Madeline. Oh, my God. That's what I want people calling Jean Grey moving forward. Oh, my God. Um, 
Low rent Madeline. <laughs> what do we got next? Um, oh my God. What don't we have next? Let's talk about, well, we talked about who's on Madeline's team. It's really crazy. Uh, next is Immortal X-Men. So, so far, Alpha Flight 1 through 5, Astonishing Iceman 1 through 5, Children of the Vault 1 through 4, Dark X-Men 1 through 5. That's 19 issues. Immortal X-Men number 14 through 18. So that's another five issues. Mm -hmm. And then we have Invincible Iron Man, which we will talk about today later. Nine through 12. I can't believe it. Continuing the Phylong. So that's probably the whole Orcus thing with that is going to. And that should be heavy Emma, right? Yes. There's a whole reason they told us that story in the last Remember when Emma was like sent into the pit and we were like, how long is she going to be down there? And they're like, one issue. (laughs) She's like literally not even, not even four seconds, darling. But here's the interesting one. Jean Grey, one through four. Jean Grey, one through... That Jean Grey. Something about her past reveals some context about the present. What do you mean? I don't know. But Jean Grey's past connects into this somehow. Oh, is that what the promos are saying? Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. Past as in the past as the phoenix? Or because pretty much all of her Probably relatives before are that. dead. They were all murdered. Um, she doesn't I know, have right? family. Um, Why don't we explore that? And they also are following up with how Jean Grey and Cyclops are not happy with each other right now. They really, 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 really are not. I mean, it's all over the brood. I mean, talk about a stupid fight. I know. I want to commit genocide. Well, I don't. Ugh. Wait. Do you know who's writing the Jean Grey series? Who? Fucking Wheezy Simonson. Louise Simonson. They yes, never girl. give her like a real, like, they always give her uh, like, I know. And isn't here, do an old time thing. And Nocenti's writing an old time thing right now. I forget what. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. But I'm excited. Yeah. Yeah. Bring it, girl. Okay. Because if anybody understands that character, it's fucking her. She wrote, yep. most of, she wrote pretty much all of X Factor. She wrote her fucking life to b- battle with the Goblin Queen in Inferno. Yeah. Girl. I'm wondering if that's what we're going to revisit. Oh, I wonder if this connects with the Dark Listen, X-Factor. I'm reading, I thought, I'm reading I thought, this list. I thought they, they resolved all their issues. They did. Hmm. But, but. It says something about her breathtaking first interaction with the Phoenix Force, her shocking confrontation with Madeline Pryor, and more. Oh, shit. She's going to deal with Echo. Each chapter will be packed with heartbreaking secrets and pulse-pounding mystery as Jean discovers the truth of what's happening and what she must do. What is happening? Oh, my God. It's going to be sacrifice herself, isn't it? I will shit myself okay they no. can't kill Jean gray again no i mean that's the thing because i'm assuming is the big reveal at the hellfire gala that they finally are able to get rid of resurrection like they kill they permanently kill gold balls or something uh who knows watch it be that they that Jean gray sacrifices herself and Jean gray dies in front of everyone at the party buzzkill no no i i, I just if there's no way someone was at a meeting and they're like no what we should do let's kill off Jean kill Jean gray again Again. Kill Jean Grey, make Madeline Pryor, take up the mantle of Jean Grey. No one will know. She hasn't even been alive that long. She's only been alive for like five years. 
She was dead for so long. She was the second dead time. For she like was dead longer years. than yeah. the first time. Yeah. Yes. No. No killing of her. All right. Let's move on. Realm of X. What was that one again? Who's in that one? Magic. It's magic and oh, Moonstar. Right, right. Limbo stuff. Uh, that Four stuff. Maybe that, it's like a it's a roll of the dice because sometimes these limbo stories suck and sometimes they're really fun. So who knows? We'll see. Uncanny. Uncanny Avengers. Avengers. Fine. Fine. One through five. I just, as I said before, I'm still annoyed that I, I want Uncanny Avengers to have a connection to Dark X-Men because I feel Havoc. I want to see the connection to Havoc from who was in the original Uncanny Avengers in that. He was such a main character in the original. Plus, they still have never had any resolution between him and Janet Van Dyne. I know. Because they were boning. They had a, a fake daughter. Baby that was then disappeared. Um, Uncanny Spider-Man. With with Wolverine, with Nightcrawler playing him. I'm excited for that. We love that. We love that. Oh, by the way, Jerry Duggan is writing Uncanny Avengers. That bodes well. Yes. Uncanny Spider-Man. I just love Nightcrawler so much. Yeah. And then we still have just the old ones that, that have been there forever. Wolverine, X-Force, X-Men, and X-Men Red. Um, great. It's a lot. Great. A lot. I mean, and we love all those books now. And it's only, it's five issues. So, and this starts next month. I guess. Well, it starts with the Hellfire Gala. So the first issue is X-Men colon Hellfire Gala number one. So technically there is a separate book. I guess, but it's about the Hellfire Gala. But then, uh, so that, but when does that come out? Stall. I'll look it up. Um, hello, my baby. <laughs> oh, my darling. Oh, hello, God. my rag. You did not give the frog from Looney Tunes. <laughs> what are you doing? Um, I, uh, no, I'm basically, I'm trying to think of when this, when this will all end, which I'm assuming maybe September. It'll probably, if it starts in June, June, July, maybe October. July 26th, girl. July 26th, oh, July 26th. is when Hellfire oh, okay. got Yeah. So July August, September, October. Okay, so around November-ish is probably when all this will end. Oh, God. That's going to be our lives for the next, till November. Our whole li- our whole lives till November, and then we're going to go see the Marvels in November. Yes, and then w- will oh, any by of the those way, make our best of the year list? We shall see. By the way, did you see that? Um, here's a, Oh, here's another hot topic. Okay, mm-hmm. Fall of X, done. Another hot topic, Loki and Echo, they will be coming out this year. Loki is season two is dropping October 6th Yay! and Echo is dropping November 29th. Yay. And then there won't be another Marvel TV show for 500 years. No, I guess there's, that's uh, right. there's, uh, what is it? Um, Secret Invasion. But other In than June. That, they're, so that's just, next. they're just getting rid of a whole bunch. Secret Invasion, J- June 21st. Yeah. Oh. And speaking of Disney Plus, did you hear they're merging? Hulu and Disney Plus will be one app by the end of the year. Oh, I did not hear that. Crazy. Wow. The streaming wars are coming to a head. I mean, we said they were going to start consolidating, aggregating, and then it'll just be cable again. Yes. All right. Shall we talk about some X-Men? Not like we aren't already doing that. Let's talk about X-Men comic book issues. Hit the music. I was reading X-Men comics in a cocktail bar. She's true. Yeah. All right. We missed a week. So we got a lot to go over. So let's kind of. We have a lot to go really over. Let's really start to. Let's let's try to be succinct. Um, as we yeah, go be through on point. This. 
Um, yes. What should we start with? Let's start with X-Men Red. X-Men Red. We already gave you a little preview. Number 11. All right. This was basically, we we pre-knew. Like we had a- We pre-knew we in did, our opening sketch. We did an opening sketch where Storm was like, fuck you, fuck you, fuck you. And basically this is what she was That doing. was based off <laughs> Immortal X-Men when she got a little fuck you-y. And then we were like, Storm, manifest, fuck you, energy. And she did in- X-Men Red number 11. Basically, she's on a date with Craig Marshall. The, on Arako. Yes. And he is... She looks She looks ravishing. The now, shoes now, need to go. Isn't he related somehow to the sinister thing? Wasn't one of the kids he adopted from Arako one yes, of the characters Yes, wound up being later? on Storm's Brotherhood. Yeah. Yes. And like she has his last name or something, right? Yeah, she took his last name. What Quick, was her, who, was her name? What, what was Quick. her powers? She like did she super fast, super fast. Okay, I uh, she's on a date with this dude, and it's all like she comes ravishing. I mean, for me, I would turn straight if I was sitting there, and a, and and I mean her body. Someone came with like some cloud dress flying in from the heavens. I would be like. Okay, let's make I'd a be baby. Like, yes. <laughs> Listen, I'd be like, yes. I'd be like, you know what, girl? I love it. The shoes, pure camp. Yeah. Look at those shoes. And then she's sitting there being super flirty where he's like, oh, are you uh, are you into humans? And she's like, I'm very into mutant human relations. And she's she's like, like, I'm I'm Ooh. into that dick. Yeah. Um, you know who else is in this scene is Saucier, who we love? Yes. Emma's for the Krakoan personal chef. And so we have suddenly Xavier's like, I don't know what the fuck you're doing, but you need to fucking come here right now. I need to fucking talk to you. Can we pause for one second? Because I just want to say there behind the camera, Storm asked Emma Frost, could I borrow Saucier? And Emma was like, of course. (laughs) Love it. Is Saucier's power just to make good sauces? Make good food. Oh, (laughs) food. (laughs) <laughs> my power only works on sauces, sauces and dips yeah it's just french I, it's like it's only french cuisine i can do i made i made ranch dressing and then that. he's just like oh my god is nacho cheese count as a sauce he's um, like let me try no it's not <laughs> um but then yeah xavier gives her a call basically Xavier's like blocking her cock block like you need Speaking to fucking cock, come here right now oh are you going to talk about uh um the, the hot tub scene <laughs> The hot tub scene. Do you think that that image was drawn on purpose that way? Do you know what I'm talking oh, absolutely. about? Like his knee, when he stands up, Bobby's knee looks Bobby's like- Bobby's um, knee looks like his cock <laughs> coming knee. out. Yeah. I don't know how they got that by the censors. It's fully, <laughs> because they're also staring at his cock in the scene. But it's, it's Sunspot, Nova, and this big alien dude from Morocco in this hot tub. And the big Iraqan alien, alien dude stands up. He's given cakes, first of all. I would hit. I would hit it. Yeah, I would absolutely hit it. And he's uh, um, trying to defend his seat on the council or something. Yes, and Bobby's knee is po- poking up out of the water right where this guy's hard dick would be if his dick was hard and poking out of the water. Which I think that's what it really is. And he pr- they purposely put Nova's knee on the other side because if Nova's knee was not there, it would only look like it was a dick. I, <laughs> I am like, this is bravo. Like, Hats off to the artist for this. It's brilliant. And I love how both of them are looking like, oh my God, his cock is so huge. His dick is so huge. 
Ah. So then we have this Storm Xavier scene, which I tell you gave me my whole goddamn life. Basically, Xavier, Xavier is losing it. Like he's just he like he is unraveling because he's like I don't know who I am I don't know I just lost all the future and I'm awful I don't know. but I don't like, know. Did, but everything I, is did me I and I don't trust anybody what else. I do? And basically it all came down. You need to come here now because I need to know what fuck Xavier said. I know Xavier said something to you before he no, died. Magneto, I Magneto, Magneto. I know calling, Magneto. And I like how he's switching where he's calling something. him Eric. Storm is calling him Max. And yes, which is a Eric very is distinct. Fake. Eric is a fake identity. Kids, Max is who this man was. That's who he was born as. Yes. And so it's this weird thing of Storm being like, I actually feel like I know the real Magneto. I actually know the real Magneto, old friend. And he was like, what did he say? What did he say about me? What did he say? What did he say? What did he say? Does he like me? And Storm is like, that's none of your fucking business. And it's in none of your fucking end, business. All he said was. Watch him. You need to keep an eye on him. That's, that's all it came down to is like, you need to keep an eye on him. Like I couldn't do it. Moira turned to the other side. You he's like, you need to keep an eye on him. And Xavier's like, listen, bitch, if you don't want to tell me, I don't want to read people's minds and for, under, you know, out of force, but I'll do it if I want to. And I'll do it right now. And he tries to force read her mind and she fucking uses his own training back at him. And the fact that this image, you see all of the old cartoons the old panels of like from like classic X-Men, Mohawk Storm being trained. Brilliant. Brilliant. Br- like just this collage, this pastiche of old dialogue and old panels from issues from like the 70s. Incredible. Oh my God. 80s. And basically he falls over and she's just like, here's the deal. Like, like, and he's just like, I'm scared. I don't know what to do. And she's like, you need to get your shit together and we're not friends anymore. So don't fucking come to Mars ever again. Don't fucking call on me, bitch. And I was like, what? I mean, holy shit. Like the leader of Arako telling the leader of Krakoa, we done. That's a big fucking deal. But she's still on the council of Krakoa. So I mean, kind of. Kind of like she's giving her proxy vote to Colossus. Yeah. Nightcrawler is giving his proxy vote to Storm. So it goes to Colossus. So Colossus is worth three votes now. So Mikhail has three votes. Or Mikhail does has he? Three votes. Which we or does he? We'll talk later. about that. So then at the end of this X Men Red, we get this flash of light. Nova and Sunspot try to figure out what's happening. And it's this we don't see who it is yet emerging from this white light, but he's talking about the white sword who we remember from 10 of swords, the Arakan champion. He has fallen and 99 of his champions with him. I am the last. I bring you his weapon. Tell them. He said, tell them all Genesis is coming and it's iron fire. Iron fire has entered the six one six. What is that book that's coming out with the, is that heralds heralds that was enlisted in the in well the because that'll come out before that'll come out before like in june oh okay okay got it got it um, yeah those are all like the prelude to the fall books and so this is I- iron fire is his name yes which which after you read like when you saw sins of sinister you're like clearly iron fire and rasputin are going to come to the main world because they were just so heavily featured you knew that they oh were, absolutely yeah you absolutely. Know that wasn't the end of them yeah, and it's really cool how he entered and who he yeah. who he is. I love that they saved the context reveal 
that he was one of the White Swords 100 followers until now. Yeah, that's great. great. So smart. Um, what else do we talk about? Rogue and Gambit? Rogue and Gambit, number three. Oh, they are snippy at one another, aren't they? Yeah, they are losing it out. And that's so crazy that she keeps asking Rocket Raccoon for dating advice. I love that it's Rogue so and Rocket Raccoon weird. are such good friends. And I she calls do. Him Rocky. I do. But I love I, it. even if I was friends with Rocket Raccoon, I would not ask him for dating advice. <laughs> it's funny. No, it is funny. I just don't think he... What the fuck does he know about anything? I know. Um, I know. Um, I really love the art in this book. The, yeah. In particular, how Forge is drawn. It's incredible. It's really good. Yeah. And this we find out. She needs to basically. Carlos Gomez. They need to find Manifold. So they're like, oh, we found. I know for a fact that Forge kind of built that fucked up Caliban vest. So maybe when we he can, went like, into the vault. Maybe we can yeah, use looking that for to Darwin. find them. And. And basically Gambit like steal and, and Forge is like, no, I got rid of it. And then Gambit stole like the design for it. He's like, no, I didn't. <laughs> that was another great reveal where like you thought Gambit accidentally blew up Forge's lab, no, but it turns it out he purpose. blew it up on purpose to cover the fact that he stole files. Yes. And the thing that I'm confused about is because then it goes straight to her like looking for them. And I'm like, wait, did she make another Calvin? Yeah, like exactly. Thank how, you. How did Thank she, you. How did him having the files of it Thank lead you. her to finding them. Exactly. I don't know. Um, but basically she finds Manifold, but it looks like they've been brainwashed. And there's a whole team of all the people. There's Lady Deathstrike. There's um, the Vanisher. Um, all there ready to attack Rogue. Electro, Absorbing Man, Juggernaut, for fuck's sake. And basically, she's like, whatever, I'll just pull the little control thing off. And then Vanisher drops dead. And she's like, oh, oh I was so mad. Why does Vanisher always have to just die immediately? Well, <laughs> God damn it. So, yeah. So now she killed Vanisher by accident. Yeah, but he'll come back to I mean, we still have resurrection for now. For now. Um, and now she's sort of stuck with these mind controlled. Remember, villains. remember when Vanisher joined X-Force and the way to keep him in line, Elixir put an X-shaped brain tumor in his brain. Yep. And he's like, I'll keep it at bay. Otherwise, you'll die if you don't like do what we say. <laughs> oh, that book is what made me fall in love with Vanisher. I, uh, yeah, that was, that was when Ron ate her dad. Ugh, Rick Remender. That was Rick Remender, right? Yeah. I loved those X-Force days. Me too. All right, can we talk about Wolverine number 33? Because yeah, I, like I, I have to. Fucking, I'm like champing at the bit. You have a fucking boner right now over this comic. I do. I do. First of all, let's talk about things we love. Okay, Beast so well, well, let's set it, council, up. set it up. Yes. Beast and his council of clone beasts is yes. basically made a bunch of clone Wolverine beasts. Not beasts, but just like animal, like feral Wolverines to go and be his warriors. And then the Council of Beasts are all the scientists behind the scenes. And they're going around in that creepy skull submarine. Basically it's so weird. Basically fucking up. Um, they just want to fuck up uh um, you know, the governments that that aren't pro Krakoa. Right. Um, and so he sends Beast proper, sends one of the clone beasts and a bunch of feral wolverines 
to go retrieve Maverick's body on, um, or the other Wolverine's and the other body. Wolverine's body as yeah. well. However, and Maverick, that does not go well. Yeah, Maverick is there and waiting for that to happen, and he starts killing some of the Wolverines. He captures a Wolverine. He kills the one beast. He then blows up his own ship and takes the one Wolverine back with them, and. All of the 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 cabal of of clone beasts, which that was the thing they said they were all given nearsightedness, so they all have to wear glasses, so that he you can tell the difference. Like there's basically a hierarchy. So they're a little inferior, yeah. Yes, and they all kind of started talking on their own, and they're like, "Oh my god, he sent him to die! Like we're just expendable. This isn't work. This doesn't work." One being the leader, we all need to be together as like one team, one mind. But unfortunately, the bigger beast, which I'm surprised these lower beasts don't realize that, the higher beast is like I already has listening devices to make sure they're not trying to plan anything against him. So he's listening to all of this. Yeah, because he knew that they were going to eventually um, rebel and mutinize because he knows himself. Yeah. And he knows that he, he doesn't want to listen to anybody else because he's always the smartest man in the room, no matter what the room. So he calls. And so they all think that too. Yeah, he calls the three instigators. He's like, "Hey, come here for a second. I got to show you something." Hey, hey, I got to tell you a secret. And the secret is, I'm going to kill you. <laughs> he fucking kills them. And they get surrounded by more feral wolverines and stabbed to death. And like that, this is one of those scenes that made me uh, say my comment earlier, which was, "This felt like a movie." Yeah. This just like it was so well paced. Yeah. And the scenes were so cinematic and they were yeah. so like of the genre of like a mission impossible kind of movie that it was great. Even the scenes of Jeff Bannister assembling the team and like to go after beast mm-hmm. on that, like just talking to the SWAT team guys on the aircraft carrier. I was like, this feels like a fucking movie. Yeah, it was great. And Wolverine, meanwhile, finds Maverick and hooks up with Maverick. And they're like, let's fucking take Beast down. To get- we hate each other, but we both hate Beast more. Let's fucking take Beast down. Yeah. And so Beast's next mission is against the UK. And he's like, oh, I'm going to blow up their real chemotherapy medicine. So they have to get the Krakoan medicine. Which, if you think yeah. about it, what he's doing is very similar to what we see happening in the X-Men with Orcus, where human beings are just fodder (laughs) for these like political machinations, which I guess is just how it works in the real world. Specifically around the medicines, yeah. But I love how it's like, I want to help, I want to help the world. And the only way I can do it is by really killing a whole bunch of people, which is just really fucked up. Unfortunately... We now have Beast is going to do this attack, but Maverick and Wolverine are on the trail. But so is, what's his name, Bannister? Bannister, Jeff Bannister. Jeff Bannister. How did I not remember his name was Jeff? Um, Jeff Bannister's on the trail as well. And so when he sees the real Wolverine, he thinks it's one of the clone Wolverines. And they're like, take it out. Take it down. Yeah. So it ends with crosshairs on Wolverine's head. Yeah. Which again is going to lead to an awesome scene. I like. I cannot believe the book I'm enjoying the most out of the entire X lineup is Wolverine. I know, right? What else do we have? We have Invincible Iron Girl? Man, which we're just gonna we're just gonna say this is an X Men book because. Well, yes, it is because one of our favorite X Men, if not the favorite, uh, has been featured heavily lately in Invincible Iron Man. Of course, we're talking about. 
Oh, Emma. <laughs> oh, Emma Frost. That's right. Yes, yes, yes. Um, and it's written by Jerry Duggan as well. So, you know, we're in good hands. And so this is a flashback to Iron Man's days with the West Coast Avengers. Yes. And you see that it was something about him trying to figure out how to like weaponize the Magneto helmet. Yeah. And so, yeah. So he's enlisted um, by the American government to figure out how to make mini side blockers based off Magneto's helmet. And there's one telepathic mutant who does not like this. Yeah. And it's Emma Frost, old Emma Frost. For it's old villainous. School, it's White villainous Queen. Emma Frost, Hellfire yes. Emma Frost. Yes, but she's still so funny mm-hmm. and smart. She's ju- she just had kidnapped Kitty Pride and was like, hold on, stay there tied up, honey. I need to go handle something with Tony Stark. <laughs> love this. Love a Emma Frost Iron Man battle, okay? Yeah. Which is ironic now because now they have to be on the same side. Right. They're both fighting Phylong, uh, which is I, I, like, I really hope she features prominently in Invincible during Fall of X. She must. Yeah. I want them to fucking hook the fuck. I mean, did, have they fucked already? Is it insinuated that they? Yeah, fucked? I think so. Right. And then they did that stupid thing in the Marvel Comics 1000 where it was uh, they flash forwarded to the, the, the wedding of, to- of Tony Stark and Emma Frost, which I understand from the X office is never going to happen. Wait, wait, where was this previewed? This was in Marvel Comics number 1000. It was like a list of mentions of like the future of the Marvel oh, Universe. Right, right, right. And one of the things mentioned was their wedding. Um, and the reason all of this is happening is in the present time, Phalong, who's part of Orcus, has bought Stark Labs and has basically taken it over. And it's now his mission to just like belittle and destroy Tony yeah, Stark. So Tony's broke because he spent all of his money on getting rid of all the weapons of mass destruction in the world. And it left him penniless and it's hard to run the company penniless. So he's open to a hostile takeover, which Phi Long is doing and making Sentinels with Stark Industries um, logo. So now we have Sentinels that look like Iron Man, which he's like, oh, no, 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 no. I don't want Oh, no, 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 no. (laughs) And so he's enlisted Emma Frost of like, bitch, you need to help me. Help me out, bitch. And I'll eat your pussy. And she's like, all right. She's like, you're actually doing it right now. He's like, oh my God, ugh, I yeah, hate your powers. Yeah. And, but then she's like, wait, what is that? Jean Grey and Cyclops are having issues? Uh-oh. BRB. <laughs> um, let's go to this week's comics. Yeah, how about X-Force? X-Force. Number I... 40. Okay, so what did I say was my complaint that's being overdone too much? Yeah, Quentin Quire coming back old. Coming back old. Here's a different timeline with a different future. And I'm like, so in this future, there's no Sins of Sinister. I just. I know. It's too soon. It's too soon to have a whole different future where Beast is evil and Beast is like, Beast killed all the humans off. And now he's like now trying to kill the mutants that don't want to be on his side. But he's like eating them, like eating their souls. Like he's like some kind of monster now. And Quint- it's wild. And Quentin Qu- Quire, apparently, when he was battling that Cerebro 
monster. They actually disappeared and he disappeared into the timeline. And rather than just coming back, he was like, oh, I see these timelines. I want to kill the bad guys from the timelines from back to the front. But he's been doing it so long. He's like senile. Yeah. And my thing, though, is it still doesn't fully explain why was he erased from Cerebro? It just was one of those things. And what does this mean going forward? Because I want young Quentin Choir. I don't want old senile Quentin Choir. Yeah, agree. Old man Quentin Choir. Remember them? that was the thing where they're like, old man Hawkeye. Old man Star-Lord. Old man Wolverine. Ugh. Yeah, this, um, I don't know. This is a weird turn for this book. You know, like I, th- I thought you had really good stuff going with the, I guess this is paying off the beast stuff. In some weird way. It's like, look what happens when he is unchecked, you know? So they're really grounding Beast in even more super villainy through this f- alternate future. Who so then when the, they go back, you're going to be like, oh my God, he's so evil. Who the first person to turn Beast into a villain? Do you remember? Grant Morrison and Here Comes Tomorrow. Yep. He knew. He knew. He I, knew. I also. I mean, no, no, no. Because you can argue Dark Beast and Age of Apocalypse. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess that's true. I guess that's true. Um, but here's the thing is that um, the thing that the only thing I found really interesting about this was when Colossus got sent into this yes. timeline, he got severed from the from the control from the mutant. What's that mutant's right? The writing mutant? What's the Chronicler. It? The Chronicler and his brother Mikhail. Now, the thing I don't understand is he's like, oh, I feel so weird. And then he's like, oh, I'm like, I feel free. And then you're like, Tell them you Is are no one going to pick up that cue? Control. Right. Like, be like, right. oh my God, Just, I killed my girlfriend. Hello, I killed my girlfriend. Right. I still don't know. That poor bitch had no friends. No one knows. No one is like, I know. where'd she go? Bitch is in the ground somewhere. What is going on? Like, I know. say I something. Hate, I hate that they did. I mean, I'm sure they will dive into it. You know, what? Are, it's it's their opportunity to move that story along. Yeah. Anyway, this one, whatever. Yeah, I tell you, though, to this day, when that Colossus is in his uniform, but not in steel form, yeah. it's the hottest thing ever. Oh, it, okay. That costume is so hot. Yeah. Well, I liked Outback Colossus because it was just a Speedo. Yeah. He didn't have that yeah, vest. But those, but those like those fucking boots that he's wearing. Yeah. Yo, he's gay. Like, right? He's gay. Right? In those boots? Sure. I mean, we all know there is an alternate universe where Colossus is gay. I'm saying it's this one. Mm-hmm. You remember that? Did you read Ultimate? Um, did you read Ultimate? Yes. Yeah. Oh yeah, I remember. I where freaked he, out. Colossus was fucking North Star. Mm-mm. Listen, do we need to do an episode? Remember when we during the pandemic when no comics were coming out, so we looked back on characters and we looked back on Iceman and we identified kind of like all the moments where it was like he's gay. We should do that with Colossus. Yeah. I thought we you were saying we should do a revisit of of uh, Ultimate X-Men. Oh, we can do that too. Because y'all but... know who wrote Ultimate X-Men. One, Brian K. Vaughn. Saying. It was amazing. It was great. Yeah, it was good. There was like the Logan reveal at the beginning. Oh, it was But so then good. they kind of ended and they tried to reboot it and then it was terrible. And then they're Well, like, that whole oh, universe became yeah, trash. Yeah. Um, so... Um, is there anything else for that one? Yeah. Let's, no. Let's talk about X-Men. Yeah. Oh, God. These ding-dongs. Oh. These ding-dongs. By, by that, I mean the villains going around in their, like, their floating car just 
Making people kill themselves. Yeah, basically what they've done is they've hijacked the Krakoan medicine and put a thing in it where they can control anyone that's taken the medicine and then play a frequency and make them like basically commit suicide. So their goal so is we're to talking make it look like all of the Krakoan medicine is evil. Nimrod, Modoc, Dr. Stasis, Orcus in general. Actually, there's a great new Orcus org chart in one of the data pages here in like, X-Men yeah. number 22. Yeah, uh, Club Sinister is uh, is HR or something. He's like. HR. Take it take it up with HR. No, that's okay. <laughs> Doctor Stasis HR. Um, no. Next time I took it up with HR, he experimented on me, and now I have a unicorn horn. Yeah, and so basically, we also see the 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 person who had Alzheimer's from horticulture is now getting yes. better with the Krakoan medicine, but. Uh, uh, what's her name? Um, Sentinel. Omega Sentinel. Omega Sentinel basically tells her like, oh, there's some, the, the, the mutants are fucking with the medicine. So you better look out. So horticulture is probably going to look into it and be like, oh my God, it is. They're evil. But Omega Sentinel, yeah. they're the ones that are doing it. Right. So it's so, I love how they're just like, oh, we're going to get destroy the mutants by just by killing a bunch of humans and making it look like the mutants are doing it, which is just this, so evil. This time, this time our nefarious plot comes with a marketing whisper campaign. Yeah, yeah. Oh, evil. Evil. And then they try to, they're, so they're also touting a cure, Orcus is. Um, they can take your powers away. So this um, this mutant goes in and decides like, he look, takes one look and he's like, holy shit. No, 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 no. No, I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. And then when he tries to escape, they won't let him. But then the X-Men show up, Firestar, Cyclops, and Forge. And, and that's save the thing him. is it's not a cure. It's really just a thing to like is oh, it is yeah. it to like to experiment on them, right? Yeah, totally. Um, and this is where this was definitely like, let's show the powerhouse of of Firestar and like what she can yes. do. Because yes. I think people don't always realize like she's different from Pyro. Pyro controls fire firestar does not really technically fire is not her power her power microwaves. is microwaves and yeah. i like that they were like handling this like she handles she can create heat and i actually feel with the microwaves there's so many other things i really feel if they really wanted to they could really start expanding what she can do with those powers and microwaves oh for sure and i think that's what they're um, gonna do something really funny in the infinity comic on marvel unlimited um during the mojo arc with the trans kids uh they were casting the x-men proper in a mojo verse show and um they don't cast firestar because she'd be bad for ratings <laughs> and mojo it's mojo's grandson that's doing all the casting and like directing and then mojo comes in he's like excellent move not casting firestar <laughs> nobody wants to watch her Oh, Jesus Christ. It's so funny. Um, if we had to do an X-Men Red, but it was all just a team of redheads, who we have Ange Firestar, Jean Grey, Madeline Pryor, Rachel, Rain, Hope, Rain, Hope, Escapade. Yep. Are there any boy redheads? Oh, oh, uh, Rusty Banshee. Collins. Rusty Collins, Banshee. Banshee. I think that would actually be a fun team. I would love like Jason Todd. Who's Jason Todd? Sorry, Red Hood, DC. Oh, never mind. <laughs> I would I would love like an all ginger X Men team. Yeah, X Men ginger. X Men freckle. 
X-Men sunblock. <laughs> I love how it's just like, nothing can stop us. And they're like, uh-oh, this next battle is in direct sunlight. And they're like, oh. <gasps> no. But then they introduce a new character, sunblock. <laughs> oh, my God. Did we actually all right. cover so, all of the Well, actually, X-Men there's books? one thing oh. One thing about X-Men I want to point out. Genius thing is when somebody is like, hey, how many times has Wolverine died? And how many times have we recovered his oh, adamantium yeah, skeleton? And it turns out they're making sentinels out of discarded Wolverine skeletons. Genius concept. So now we have... Okay, so let's just cover this really quick. We have a group that's brainwashing mutants and turning them into a killer assassins. We have another group in Orcus that is making Iron Man sentinels. We have another group in Orcus that is making Wolverine sentinels. We have Beast who is making Wolverine feral clones. This is a lot. This is a lot to deal with. It's a lot. It is. That's a lot. So I think Robin. we need to we need to put up a boundary. Yeah. That's a lot, Robin. What's that for? Oh, you never seen that meme. It's this video of uh of a Karen <laughs> at a beauty salon. That's a lot, Robin. And yeah. she starts screaming at this woman, and the woman's like, "I'm not going to help you anymore." And then the woman, I think, hits like she's yelling at the assistant, and finally the woman's like, "You can't. I'm you. I'm not going to do your hair. Get out of here." And then she like tries to hit. The, the salon and the woman goes oh my god that's a lot robin that's a lot <laughs> I <have> seen that. <laughs> and now i just always say that's a lot robin like i always add the that's it. a lot robin <laughs> oh my god Oh my God! Should we talk about some some? Uh, well, basically, a show we watched? let's talk about the end of one of our, one of the greats, one that fuf- gave much fulfillment to our gay lives. All right, hit the music. I always feel like I'm watching a comic movie or TV. Titans is now goodbye over. Titans goodbye to HBO Max's Titans what a journey what a show thankful for it not always great no. but thankful nonetheless yeah I mean it really had I mean to this day I sent Brett a video of what's the actor's name who plays Nightwing <laughs> Brenton Thwaites Brendan Thwaites, where this interview, she the woman is like, it was basically the caption was like bisexual king. And she's like, what do you look for in a partner? And he's just like, a male or a female? And I was just like creaming my pants. Oh. It was so hot. Well, as long as they have peanut butter in their cupboard. I know. Oh, and they like peanut butter. Oh, he's so fucking hot. I, he's so, have you ever seen Gods of Egypt? No, it's awful. I know, but he's the star of it. I know, Young but him. it was like one of the worst. That kind of was what destroyed his career for a bit. He thought his career was over. I'm sorry. I've got the Robin video. <laughs> I've totally seen this. That's a lot, Robin. <laughs> I'm obsessed with this. She try- Who tries to hit people? I'm waiting for the line. All right. People don't want to listen to this garbage. That's a lot, Robin. <laughs> That's a lot, Robin. I'm sorry. Oh, my oh God, God. They should do. I want to do a T-shirt of that, but with like Robin from DC. Uh, oh, speaking of. Okay. Let's get back to Titans because there's a lot of Robining 
Yeah. So it wasn't just the finale. It was the episode before, right? Yeah. We and finally, there's the whole Jason Todd shows up, which I'm still like, you were, you murdered too many people for me to be okay with you. Sorry. Like horribly. Sorry. And like, I, but I did, I love that Brenton Nightwing, like it turned out he sent um, Tim Drake to Gotham to on some like retrieval mission, gave him a Robin suit. Turns out it was a setup. He actually contacted Jason Todd and asked Jason Todd to train him and teach him a few lessons in Robining. Yeah. Which he does. And it's really hot. And Robin, all he can talk about is his boyfriend. I'm like, oh my God, you've been going out for my like boyfriend, two my weeks. boyfriend. And Jason Clingy. Todd, as much of a, as much of a like, a, like aggro male dick that he is, totally cool with it. To- totally cool about talking about same sex relationships. To his credit, yeah, he's just he's like another he's one like he's like, hey, I might have tried to genocide all of Gotham and killed right. Hawk, um, but but I'm okay with gay people, so forgive me, whatever. I all right, so I, you're I feel like you're coming for me right now. <laughs> That's exactly what I'm saying. No, no. You also just because Jason Todd is really hot, it's not. That's you are too easy to forgive. He's people. so hot. Only hot people. But that's the thing: is Jason Todd is hot. The new Robin is hot. Nightwing is hot. Starfire is hot. All of them are so fucking. Gar is hot. Like Beast Boy is so hot. Superboy. Superboy. Even with his fucking I mean, shaved head, is hot. The Star Labs boyfriend. What's his name? Cameron? No, Colby. Something yeah, like that. he's really hot. Brother he's Blood. He's so hot when he wakes Blood, up. Who was in uh, Vampire Diaries right. in the originals? I'd, he's fucking hot. Everybody's so goddamn hot. When the except Star Labs you, gay Raven, boy, you're gross. No, I'm just kidding. Except hot too. <laughs> when the Star Labs gay boy woke up from the coma and was all like groggy in his boxers and t-shirt, like limping around the office. I was like, dude, why is this doing it for me? I'm so horny Yeah, because of this guy limping around in his boxers. Yeah. Basically brother blood, his ultimate plan is I want to use this, um, uh, horn. I'm going to use the horn, but he uses the horn. He uses to call the upon horn, Trigon. Calls Trigon and then just fucking pulls out Trigon's fucking kills heart him. and eats his heart. So now he's the new Trigon. He's the new Trigon. And they found out, oh, there's this device where Isn't there always? Where we can like replicate Starfire's power. Starfire's blue light energy. Um, but they didn't load it properly, so it didn't kill him. So that yeah, so that he, was like a bust. He in turn, like Superboy was the one to to do it. He was like, I can do it. I can kill him with this energy grenade, but it wasn't full power enough. And so Brother Brother kills Superboy. Yeah. So Superboy dead. And then they find out that he is, where is, oh, so deep in, was it Star Labs? Is that what it's called? Yeah. Deep in Star Labs, there's just this. I love how they're like, yeah, we, we just had this thing that's like, we have probably just destroy the universe. And you're like, that's a bad idea. But basically, it's the thing that could make a wormhole. And so Brother Blood is like, I'm going to make a wormhole right to Starfire's homeland. Uh, and what, destroy it. What's her planet's called? Do you remember? Um, Targanian, Tar- something like that. And so basically, it's a wormhole. So Earth and Terranian? those planets, because no. it's always said if those two planets joined up, they'd be unstoppable. And no, and unstoppable. Be so he's like, all right, I'll just do a wormhole from Earth to that planet, and they'll crash into each other, and they'll both be dead. So, but I need Starfire's power to charge it. 
So eventually Starfire is like trying to fight him, but it's like, but if you use your powers, you'll charge the gate. And he ends up like sticking some like tubes in her. And so he's charging the gate. And then there's like a big, huge battle. And in the end, uh, they stop the gate. They make the gate disappear. And then do they kill? What happens to Brother Blood? How does he die? I think they kill him. Yeah. I forget how. Um, I forget that. I know he gets like electrocuted with all that, but then he comes back and then I think, oh, I think uh, Starfire decides to sacrifice herself. That's right. Yeah. But then Brenton doesn't let her, right? No, he doesn't want, no, she does. She ends up taking him flying up and she explodes herself. Oh, And then they all think she's dead, but it turns out when she exploded herself, she was rebirthed with her original red, orange Starfire powers and she comes back. Yes. And so finally she comes back and is finally, um, you know, Dick Grayson is like, all right, let's fucking, let's be fucking boyfriend and girlfriend. Yeah. And which like, like you know, put those, <laughs> if you put those two planets together, they're unstoppable. When I heard that, I was like, oh, it's a statement about their relationship. Yeah. So they're together. I believe Raven and Gar seem to be together, even though he's going, they off seem the to red. be. Yeah. Um, Superboy was able to come back to life and then he's with his dog. They're his fucking yeah, the dog. Thanks to, like Nightwing is like, he knows where to get the magical thing that's going to help the thing so many so like when raven was like i need to be separated from my brother nightwing was like i'll be right back and he shows up with this like dark magic spell like this will do it and then when superboy dies he shows up he's like this is red kryptonite you're like okay yep he's like it'll bring him back to life well why not okay but in the end the the titans disband because you know robin wants to go back to gotham um, yep. Raven's going to go to school. They're going to fuck. Uh, Starfire and Nightwing are going to fuck. But they're all like, but you know, we can, and Gar's going to go into the red. And they're like, but if we all want to get back together, uh, we can. But basically, yeah, the which show's is great. Over. We're all happy. And it's the, show's it's the, um, <laughs> it's the way Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. ended. Yeah. Everybody's happy. Yeah. Everyone's happy. They all have their little, like, individual journeys they're going to go on. And it's great. It's great. It, uh, the, the, episode the finale it definitely suffered from the fact that the actors were not clearly not available to shoot together and this was all about the titans you know as a team taking it to the bad guys so it was kind of weird in that all of these were supposed to be like these group battle scenes but there were so many instances where it was clear that body doubles were being used or just the way the camera worked and like the way they addressed one another like they were all supposed to be in a hallway together but they separated them so that they're all in different corridors. And there was one scene where they had to turn around and Raven was like, Hey, Nightwing, you have to turn around. And then a different like corner of the hallway. It's just Brenton. He's like, okay. Okay. Thanks Raven. Hey, Robin, we need to turn around. (laughs) Like Robin's in like a different corner. He's like, thanks. Yeah. Yeah. But you just have to go. It was a lot of that. It was, but you just had to go with it. They did their best. And I really, wasn't that the theme of the run, the entire series? They were doing their best. Yeah. And it was it was great. It was good. It was fun. And now we just have to get to the end of Doom Patrol. And then it's yeah, James Yeah, and then end of an era. And then it's James Gunn all the way. James Gunn all day. When is Peacemaker season two coming out? Not sure. I can't wait. Can we talk about just two other shows I want to bring up? Which oh, I don't my know God. If you're watching. These are not yeah. superhero shows. Have you watched the latest All Stars? 
Um, one second. I want to thank Titans. Okay. Thank you, HBO Max Titans. Thank you. Thank okay. you. You give us yes. shower nozzle masturbation material for years. For years. Um, um, I am watching All Stars. All Stars. I am caught up. RuPaul Drag Race All I am, Stars. I am ripe and shiny and all caught up. Uh, I guess just real quick, who are you rooting for? I'm a big Jimbo fan. Yeah, Jimbo's great. I feel they're pushing him to win. Yes, I agree. I agree. Um, I, I, it's Jimbo. It really like that's the one who's like the standout to me. I actually liked Kasha Davis. <laughs> I was like, oh, I liked I'm Kasha sad. Davis too. But I mean, she that outfit was like that outfit was uh, it was unforgivable. That was really. That, I mean, you can't get what the that. fuck. And uh, I also love Jessica Wild. I think is. I love race. Jessica Wild, and that. Honestly, what she did for that last lip sync to Coconuts, I could have watched that for a fucking hour. RuPaul certainly could have watched that for an hour and would have laughed the entire way through. It was just so fucking dumb and funny. Did you see? And, it was very similar to um, Yara Sophia and her All Stars. Um, when she did All Stars, she did one with a big with big jugs flinging around. Nice. Everywhere. Nice. Uh, these Puerto Rican it was queens good. love jugs. They love jugs. It was good to see a lip sync assassin lose, you know, after two episodes of. Yes. Although I will say this losing. Coconuts is not a good lip sync song. No, it's, it, yeah, like, it like I feel like you really laid back energy. It, it, yeah, it's it's too happy. Like my coconuts, la 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 la. You need something yeah, that has low BPM. Yeah, you need like a fucking Dua Lipa, Ariana Grande. Yeah. You need something that has beats that has something like drops. You need the beat yeah. to drop. You know what I mean? So yes. you can have like yes. stunts and yeah, do a death drop, um, do a split, girl. But I'm 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 yeah, but it does seem like right now it's Jimbo's to lose. The only problem is Jimbo is not a good lip syncer. So yes. oh my god was so bad. Oh, he's just always not been a good lip syncer. Ooh. So we'll just see how that pans out in the long run. Yeah. But there's yeah. another yes, show yes. I want to talk about. Okay. It is the third season of The Other Two is premiered. Oh. And this it's the show has just gone completely off the rails. It has gone best bonkers. It, it has dipped into the, the surreal way. waters of comedy and, and I like love it. Are like are you the last episode with the so, Pleasantville remake. Oh my God. They did Pleasantville. So they remade Pleasantville. Like when they first did the season one, when they parodied the ending of call me by your name. Yeah. <laughs> at the end of one of the season one episodes, I was like, that is such delicious parody. This puts that to shame. Cause the funny part of Pleasantville, you know, Pleasantville was all about like, be independent, be free spirited, feel things, break the norms, you know, and then black and white would turn to color. This was Carrie Dubeck teaching every other actor on this show he's shooting how to be a fucking nightmare, how to be a on set. horrible I know. actor on set, how to be an onset nightmare. And it was like giving them life and giving them color. So funny. And also, I just want to give a shout out to a guy I did Groundlings with, Jimmy Fowley, who plays the crazy- Oh, God, forget it. Do you know how obsessed this household is with Jimmy Fowley? He, he's now right. He's one of, he's like the story producer, I think on the show. For SNL? No, on SNL, but he's also one of the writers. Like he's like the, one of the story producers of the other two now as well. Cause and, he's fucking genius. And he plays this character. He plays like the worst gay human being on the planet. Cameron Colby. The, oh well, he started God. as started as like the leader of the instigays, which made a huge impact on us in season one. And it was it's so great that they've pulled him through. I 
watched the episode before my husband did. My husband is so obsessed with Jimmy Fallon. I was so excited for my husband to see this Cameron Colby is the villain episode three. Yeah. He, uh, yeah. If when you're he not, came on, yeah. my husband stood up. He like, my husband stood up and was like, yeah, yes. if you're not watching this show, it's just so smart and it's just so gay. It's one of the best. I wouldn't say it's, it's the best the representations comedy. of queer because no. all of the characters are very problematic. Like the poor, like the two, the brother and sister, the two leads, they're not good people. They're assholes. They're assholes. And they're both so insecure. They're and horrible they're and so self-centered. And self-centered. And they, and they, Oh, like the sister is just trying to do good because she wants people to think she's good. She doesn't actually give a shit. And it's so when she cringy. Was like, she sees the, um, she was like, all right, I'm going to get a job that's like steeped in charity. I'm going to get a good job. And she sees the tree planting charity and they drop AOC's name. And then she was like, this is it. And I was like, please say you're going to work for AOC. She's like, I'm going to work for AOC. And then gets called out. Like, are you interviewing for this just because AOC is good and you want to be seen as good by proxy? Yeah. And they were, they were like, no they were good? like, we get 20 white women, like white girls every day coming <laughs> in to apply for that. And we have to explain to you, this isn't a thing. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's just, it's just such good satire. It's, it's a like, great show. It's good satire of the industry. Like when Brooke left the industry and couldn't be seen or heard at the industry party, was like a ghost. Oh my God. There was also in the first episode, their brother, who was like a Justin Bieber star, is about to turn 18. And as soon as the interviewers find out he's 18, literal fangs come out of their mouth and they're like, fuck me. (laughs) And Wanda Sykes, the publicist, is like, he's 18 in a few weeks. And the the fangs disappear. And they're like, okay, sweetie. Have it's, a good time. It's a great show, and you all it's should such be a good watching show. it. Because I want it it's to be the funniest renewed show for on another TV. season, so please watch it. Oh, my God. It's just, what a great character study of two damaged, broken characters who are the victims of the social media age. Yeah. It is like, I watch that, and I like look at my partner, Joe, and I'm like, we're we're okay. We're okay. <laughs> we are Okay. I just, but really the other two, it would get nonsensical here and there, but this season is so steeped in these fantastical, surreal things happening, like Brooke not being seen or heard at the party, like the Pleasantville stuff they did. It's just so good. Anyway, that's all I got. Watch it. Watch it. I mean, watch it because we done and you have to go on living your life now and be careful because... If part of your life is reading <laughs> comics. Uh-oh, what? Uh-oh. Well, I got news for you, girl. Well, that makes you queer. queer. Bye. 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 Bye.